0: Please stand by. We'll be streaming live. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live Good morning. We're the twenty fourth, I think. If I'm not mistaken, today's Wednesday. And uh, October the 25th. And uh, I want to call your attention to 2 Kings. Just a word on Elisha and Elijah as we finish these Bible studies on this great man of God. And uh, it's on verse 9, chapter 2. And it came to pass when they were gone over, over the Jordan. That Elijah, Elijah said unto Elisha, "Ask what you shall do for, I shall do for you, before I be taken away from you." And so it's obviously that Elijah knew he was going to be taken out. And it's an interesting thing that in the spirit of man, there's a lot of alarm, saying something's going to happen to me. And I need to be aware of that. And of course, uh, Elisha said, I pray you, let a double portion of your Spirit be upon me. In essence, a double portion of the Holy Spirit, which was in Elisha. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this morning. We ask you, Lord, to just empower us and lead us as we uh, share the Word with you, Lord, and, and the people of God. We thank you for blessing us and speaking to us in Jesus' mighty and holy name. Amen. Amen. The spirit of man in the past is a part of the the spirit of man is a part of the Holy Spirit that identifies who we are spiritually. So, and the spirit of man can be empowered by the Holy Spirit and enlarge itself. Most people that serve the Lord knows that that in order to be a blessing to the Kingdom of God, your spirit has to be recharged, empowered, renewed, or else you you just sort of slide down uh, the 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 path of, of of ignorance and unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment. The Holy Spirit does not, in no shape or form, uh, will allow you to be against the will of God and be blessed. And so, we go to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, when Paul, speaking about the Word of God, says, The Word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even, to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit. Not per se, that is dividing in pieces. Let's take a look in Hebrews chapter 12. And uh, not dividing into pieces, but actually causing you to be... Let's get to... uh, Is that... that, uh, is that Hebrews? Let me, go, let me go to Hebrews here. Chapter th- chapter 4. Amen? Let me go to chapter 4. I'm there just a second. Alright. Now chapter 4 says, For the word of God is quick and, and, and sharper than it is two-edged sword, piercing even between. So it doesn't mean that dividing asunder of the soul and spirit, or joints or marrows, Rather, rather that the Word of God proclaims, pierces the soul and the spirit. Not dividing, per se, but pierces. means penetrate. Penetrate the soul and penetrate the spirit. Now, obviously, there's a ministry of the Spirit of God in your soul. That energizes, energi- and is energized by the Holy Spirit, and so this is what uh, Paul is saying. Doesn't mean that dividing asunder of the soul and spirit or joints, for mer- but rather the Word of God pierces the soul, communicates with the soul, the Spirit of God talks to the soul, empowers the soul, heals the soul, and most of all, uh, the Word is saves the soul. So. When you begin to work on what really happened with Elijah and Elisha, it's very interesting. I want to go to Romans chapter 8, verse 11. And uh, it clears up a little bit. But if the Spirit, means the Holy Spirit of Him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, if the Holy Spirit of God dwells in you, Same thing, pierces, penetrates, just like in Romans uh, 4.12. If the Spirit of God, I'm in Romans, Paul writing to the letter to the Romans, he's saying, if the Spirit of God, of Him who raised Jesus from the dead, dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead also shall quicken your mortal bodies by the Holy Spirit who dwells in you. So the question is this, how powerful is the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament compared to the New Testament? Because when we see the Elijah Elijah talking about a double portion, as as if somehow there's a lot of power in there. But I'm here to tell you that there's more power on the knowledge of the cross on the knowledge of the resurrected Lord than in any any prophet. As a matter of fact, when Jesus referred to John the Baptist, there's not a prophet greater than John the Baptist. Why? Because he could see the Lamb of God who takes the sins of the world. He could see it. He could see it. Now, one of the scriptures that sort of bothered me as I began to take a look at this, is Psalm 31.5, Unto your hand I commit my spirit. It refers to the spirit of man. God took, for instance, Ezekiel and the river Shebar, and He saw the people suffering on Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 14. So the Spirit says, lift me up and took me away into, into the bitterness of my spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit took me away in the bitterness of my spirit. So the, the division of the spirit of man in the Old Testament is much greater than in the New Testament because the Holy Spirit of God operates in a dimension that is proper based on the cross of Calvary. So, in, to understand then what happened to Elijah and Elijah, they were, if you notice the ministry of Elijah after, after Elijah is taken by the whirlwind into heaven, that the repetition of the ministry of Elijah began to happen in the life of Elisha he parted the, the, the Jordan with the with a cape uh, he brought a boy into life just as the widow of Zarephath had one and so on and so forth there's a repetition why because he took the spirit of men he took the Holy Spirit for the spirit of men from Elijah uh, uh, and, and the ministry is almost identical now in the New Testament, the ministry is diversified when you get to know what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary that's conviction of sin conviction of, of judgment conviction of righteousness which did not happen it is not possible to happen in the new testament for Jesus came to fulfill the work of the holy spirit if you go to John 16 it says when the holy spirit has come he will convict the world of sin righteousness and judgment these three aspects of the holy spirit empowers the believer to do much more than part a river, part a lake. Are you are you with me now? So, so, let's take a look at uh, Acts 3, 3, chapter 3. Let me go to that a minute here on my little short notes. All right, let me go down there. Acts chapter 3, there it is. Uh, There it is, there it is, there it is, there it is, chapter 3. Now, Peter and John went together into the temple, the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. Three o'clock in the afternoon. A certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid there daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John. He came hidden to them, expecting to receive something from them. And Peter then said, "Silver and gold have I none." Now, obviously, that's nothing difficult to discern. The man is begging at the gate of the beautiful, and that's normal to anybody in that time in Israel. So Peter simply, simply said, "Silver and gold." I do not have I have none but such as I have I give unto thee now what did John and Peter have that Elijah didn't have the process of spiritual growth is related and is directly related to the personal need in the Old Testament To part a river, to part away uh, uh, the Jordan, to walk in dry land, it might be a great miracle, but it benefits two people. What is happening in Acts chapter 3 is that the dimension of ministry increases. I wish that I could convince young pastors to take a look at that. Because what they're trying to do is really to guarantee their salary, to guarantee their position, and not rough any feathers when I see a young man doing that type of thing, it discourages uh, uh, the Holy Spirit because you never will achieve anything in your life that's worth anything. Anybody can substitute you because you have not taken the impartation of the power of God. By the way, imparting the gifts does not mean that you can give gifts to other people. Impart means to explain. That's the word explain. So if you go to a conference where people are just saying they can give you a gift, that's not of God. So now, let's take a look. Serving good have I none, but what I have. What did Peter and John had? They had an understanding of what the Lord could do by the power of the Holy Spirit greater than this man's healing. You see, it's diversified. What this man had, he was, he was crippled from birth, sitting there for 38 years. His feet and ankle bones received strength, and he took him by the hand and lifted him up, just like Jesus and Peter's mother-in-law, lifted him by the hand, and, and, the, and, and the miracle of, 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 created miracle of muscles and joints and bones properly just came into place in a matter of seconds. Now, what does that mean in terms of spiritual ministry? The purpose of the Holy Spirit is convict of sin. But He can also put your bones in proper order and bring healing to your life. He can probably come and take depression, anger, bitterness, resentment, and heal you from those things that have isolated you and blocked you from becoming a child of God and heir of the kingdom. Because if you hate anyone with vengeance as I've seen some you'll never be able to serve the Lord for the rest of your life. You don't want to forgive. That's another dimension of the Holy Spirit. In the New Testament, conviction of sin is essential in order to open the door to understand the righteousness of God. You 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 can't have all kinds of sins, you will never have the righteousness. Because 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 it's a product of conviction of sin. Dealing with conviction and judgment is a product of dealing with sin. You have the power against Satan, the power against, because Satan has already been judged. And so when you begin to look at the dimension of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer in the New Testament, it's much greater than the Old Testament. Good. We're getting somewhere, and you are listening to me, and I hope you are understanding. Let's take a look. Uh for just a second, I, 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 uh, I don't have any notes anymore, But so let's take a look. And uh, I want to go to John. I want to go to Luke. Amen. And when you get into Luke, you have the Zacharias prophecy and the birth of Jesus, the angelic announcement, the shepherds and all of that. And suddenly, you come to a place where Simeon, a man from Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and the same was just and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel. The term describes he is waiting for the coming and ministry of the Messiah which is much greater much much greater than the ministry of Elisha or Elijah. Now let's take a look at Simeon. This man was in church, in the synagogue, in the temple, all his life. It was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> the same is done to Elijah. The Holy Spirit told Elijah that he will be taken up into heaven. And so he's taking care of his servant, Elisha, and blessing him. But if you look very carefully on verse 27 and he came by the Spirit in the temple and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said Lord I now let your servant depart in peace according to your word for my eyes have seen. What is it that Peter and John saw? He saw desperation. He saw anger. He saw bitterness. He saw low self-esteem. A man crippled from birth, begging to eat another meal. If you look at Simeon, when he saw Jesus, look at uh, look at 30. My, for my eyes have seen. Your salvation. For my eyes have seen in the person of a baby. Now, babies will come in to do the custom of the law all day long. What is one baby besides another baby and three babies in 20, 30, 40, 50, 100? My goodness, the priests were tired dealing with babies. But that baby had in him the power of the resurrected Lord before he even grew up. The power of the Holy Spirit. And so, when that happened, Simeon saw something he never, never dreamed he could see. It says, for my eyes have seen. Simeon didn't have to ask Mary who the child was. He recognized him once by the inspiration of Jehovah's anointed. Jesus is salvation, and salvation is Jesus. And what I'm trying to tell you is that, go back to... 2023, go back to a a counseling session in front of you. If you can't see the need inside of Him, something is wacky, something is not right. Because you have quenched the Holy Spirit one way or the other. Because when you open your eyes, you open your mind, you open your understanding to the work of the Holy Spirit, you can see and so, and so, it's sad to see young men, young preachers, blind, asking for information before they begin to pray because they do not are able to see nothing in front of them. They have to be informed before they pray. That's, that's a disgusting attitude from the spirit of men toward the spirit of God. I'm not saying to you that, uh, that you're bad, but you're in dangerous ground of ministry. You should be selling insurance. Because the Spirit of God lets you see clearly what's in front of you. Now, take a look at this a little more time. Which you have prepared before the face of all people. A light to the Gentiles. To light the Gentiles. The glory of your people is real. And Joseph and Mary marvel at those things. <laughs> Yet yeah, they, they could not understand. That they, they was so much that's too much for John and too much for Mary marvel which was spoken of him it is to be noticed here that the Holy Spirit through Luke wrote Joseph and his mother look at verse 33 Joseph and his mother and not his father and mother the reason is obvious Joseph was only his father foster father Joseph was only his foster father so to speak now what happened next is that when you see something and energized by the Holy Spirit then you're able to do something else in verse uh, verse 34 it, he does it says and he blessed them and he blessed them refers only to Joseph and Mary, the two, and not Jesus. He didn't bless Jesus. Jesus, as a baby, was already blessing everybody. While Christ blesses all, none are qualified to bless Christ. Sometimes the word blessed is used in a sense of praise, which then becomes not only acceptable, but desirable and said unto Mary and his mother, Behold, now that's a prophetic utterance of a man of God who has eyes to see. Look at what he said, This child is set for the fall and rising against many of Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yes, a sword shall pierce through your own soul also. Pertaining to the rejection of Jesus, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. The purpose of the gospel of Christ, Mary's own heart, being carnal as all others, had to come under the ray of this great light. And her soul had to Feel the piercing of the divine sword of the word of God. She was indeed blessed as the chosen vessel of incarnation. But all women who follow Jesus are as blessed. And so, that that's verse thirty-five, chapter Luke, chapter two. The eye able to see. Amen. Now I want to read. Uh, Verse 36, because it introduces another person that uh, that God reveals the ability to see, and there was one Anna, the prophetess, the daughter of Phenel and uh, of the tribe of Asher. Identifies her. It doesn't have to say, uh, it doesn't happen to uh, to Simeon, but it happens to Anna. The identification of the woman. I think that's a wonderful thing that the Holy Spirit is doing on these passages. Because Simeon uh, had the prophetic power to state something. And so God does not present his past. But on Anna, he does. She was the daughter of Phanuel. She was from the tribe of Asher. She was of great age. She had lived with her husband for seven years from her virginity means that her husband died 7 years after they were married and she never remarried which is really interesting so this is a very anointed woman of God powerful woman of God full of the power of the Holy Spirit and uh and she was a widow for about 4 scores and 4 years it had been 84 years since her husband had died <laughs> 84 years man that that's a that's an anointed woman of God. My goodness gracious. She was a widow for 40, 84 years since her husband had died. Consequently, she was well over 100 years old. Now, what amount of information about a woman of God who served the Lord. I love that. I love that because most of us don't quite pay attention to women's ministry. I'm under. I'm a product of women's ministry, by the way. Uh, the Lord ministered to me through the life of many women, especially one, Elizabeth Woof, from Worthen, Georgia. I'm a product of her ministry. If you uh, want to get to know her, call her up in Worthen, Georgia. And so, but serve the Lord with fastings. In prayers, night and day. Now, consecrated, dedicated. I don't want to read verse 36 and 37 once again, but uh, you have enough information that she was over 100 years old. What a woman of God. Married 84 years, and then her husband died. Now, uh, 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 after she married him, in the seventh year, she, he died. And she coming in at the instant... At that instant, now, what do you mean in that instant? you got to back off to verse 35. Because the prophetic word of Simeon was, was in the lips of the Holy Spirit at that particular moment. And as it, it, it finished on verse 35, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. At that particular moment, in that instance, she came in. Going to uh, going to verse 38, and she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord. What he's saying here is that the Holy Spirit revealed unto her that this child was indeed the Messiah. So the revelation to her was 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 in her spirit realm. Now, which one is the easiest? To believe when you see or to believe when you feel it. I believe that uh, Anna had more power in her revelation because it was in her. Simeon had to see. But it didn't take much from this woman to see. She she saw it inside of her. And spoke of him to all of them who look for redemption in Israel. She began to talk. She began to prophesy. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, referred to the law of Moses. Now let's go back to verse 38. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, which means the fact that the Holy Spirit revealed to her that this child was indeed the Messiah and spoke of Him to all of them who look for redemption in Israel. So she began to prophesy. She began to... And they and, and now now it doesn't say what happened to her, but she began to prophesy. Let's take a look. And spoke of him to all of them who looked for redemption in, in in Jerusalem. I mean, this woman just became a missionary, an evangelist to a lot of people because a revelation of the Lord was in her. Now there's a difference. Simeon saw. John and Peter saw, but Anna saw inside. Now, which one you give more value? What do you think about Elisha? Did Elisha saw? He had to see. If he didn't saw it, he wouldn't get it. Elijah, Elijah told Elisha, if you see me going up, I'll give you a double portion of the Spirit of God. If you don't see me, you're not going to get it. And so the question to you is this, which one is more valuable? It's Anna. Anna saw. In all, most of us, most of us that are saved today, the revelation of the Holy Spirit came to you because you saw Jesus. You know, as a woman who works for us, not that doesn't work for us. She worked for Jesus. Her name is Jennifer Bauman. And she has visions of Jesus all the time. And the idea is to be able to see Christ, see salvation, hear and know the presence of God. Now let me read thirty-eight, thirty-nine, and forty to close this morning. And where they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, which is all the 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 the, the, the what a child has to be done as it is consecrated unto the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city. Of Nazareth. Luke does not mention the visit of the wise men or the flight into Egypt as Matthew does, not mention the shepherds. Now let's take a look at verse 40. And the child grew and walked strong in the Spirit. What do you mean? In the Holy Spirit, filled with wisdom and grace. And the grace of God was upon him. The Lord bless you. I hope you got something of this this morning. That the Lord strengthen you and open your eyes to see the revelation of Jesus Christ into your personal life so you can do a better job for the Lord. See you tomorrow. Satanás, clamando no escuro, correndo e olhando para trás.